the blast from our past network. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to Throwback Trivia Takedown. Welcome to Throwback Trivia Takedown, a no-holds-barred trivia match between two contenders fighting for nostalgic glory. I'm your host, Adam Spees. I'm your co-host, John Spees. And today, we have got two divas in the house. Uh, two wonderful people that I met way, way back in 2000, maybe four, maybe five, uh, working at a movie theater together. Uh, they are fantastic. In one corner, we have the ruthless ruler of Regal Entertainment, Melanie, well, the assistant ruler, I think. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Melanie Robinson. Melanie, please say hi and uh, just a little bit about yourself. Hey, I'm Melanie. So I was uh, the assistant manager at Regal, not quite the GM, but Mm-hmm. You know, I was too awesome for that. You flaunted your power. That's uh, oh, that's yeah. for sure. <laughs> Definitely had yeah. that cash handling down. Uh huh. Yeah, exactly. You all had your. You guys were just like you made sure you knew that who were the assistant managers. You all dressed up nice, and all of us had our just kind of cheap regal uh, polos on. Yeah, it was. Yeah, um, but then you didn't have to pay for it when you got nice popcorn oil all <laughs> over your nice suit. It hurt. True. You know? Yeah, we didn't have to pay for dry cleaning. Uh, and Melanie, you recently lived in, was it Switzerland for a couple years, yes. right? Yep. About two and a half years. So we're just now back. We got back a couple of months ago and it's, I don't know, kind of nice to be able to understand what people are saying now. So <laughs> yeah, well, yeah, I was, that means I was in Switzerland when you were. There you go. Really? Yes. But I was only, I was only there for like a few days. Okay. I was there a little longer. Yeah. A little, a little longer. Well, it's good <laughs> to have you back in the States. All right. And in the other corner, we have the bewitching beauty of blush, Haley Cask. Hey, hey. I'm down <laughs> for that title. Yes. <laughs> well, you have some fantastic makeup tutorials, well, not tutorials, but just showing some of your amazing skills that you do on Instagram. Could you tell us a little bit about that and just a little about yourself in general? Yes. Um, I was not prepared for this, guys. I'm a little nervous. Um, <laughs> but yeah, I have been doing makeup for... A couple of years now um, that I just started actually doing makeup looks for. So if you guys want to follow me, so she dreams on Instagram. Um, but Halloween looks, and I've been doing the Twenty Five Days of Christmas. So yeah, that's what I've been working on. I know every like season, uh, October, you did some really good looking stuff as well for Halloween. You do things for um, for Christmas and all over the place. It's it's your skill is impressive. I mean, thank you. (laughs) Seriously, amazing. I know I'm biased, but it's amazing. Yeah. So you two are friends. We all work together at Regal. We still hang out. Yep. You still hang out. You call Mm -hmm. each other. I've heard wifey between the two of you before. Yes. Mm -hmm. Yes. We're married. It's okay. Yeah. Yep. But uh, who's going to win today? Me. Obviously me. Uh, Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. All right. Well, to win, you have to know the rules. Entering the ring are two contestants who will engage in three rounds of head-to-head trivia. Here are the rules. Round one consists of ten questions in different pop culture categories focused on a decade that will be randomized. If someone answers their question wrong, their opponent has a chance to steal. And the categories are... Movies. Music. Television. 
video games, sports, news and politics, fashion, technology, slang, and food. Round two consists of the same 10 categories, but this time your opponent gets to pick your category. In the final round, you may bid up to as many points as you have before answering a three-tiered question, which must have all parts correct in order to score the points. Now it's time for a takedown. Okay, all right, but before we get going into the actual episode, I want to know just a little bit more about the two of you. So I've got a question for you. And uh, I want to know who was your biggest 90s crush other than me? Other than, granted, you didn't know me in the 90s. <laughs> I didn't know you then. Uh, yeah. <laughs> Sorry, that's 2000s crush. Who was your biggest 90s crush? JTT. I was going to say that. Yeah. Oh. Well, Haley took it first, so you got to pick something else. Okay, um, let me go with Devin Sov in that that delicious film Casper. Yeah. No. yeah, John and I actually talked about that on uh, Blast from Past not too long ago. Yep. And that moment when you see Devin Saw, I'm I'm a heterosexual cis male, but holy crap, he is an adorable, cute kid. It's just he like, is. damn, son. And so, so I watched it online. Oh, go on. No, <laughs> at the time I was just, oh my gosh, he is gorgeous. I watched it a little more recently. It was like, he's a kid. Yep. Yeah, oh yes, there's that whole aspect. Yeah, he's a kid. <laughs> I just love that in the movie, he obviously becomes human, and he's still, like, he feeds the line, the, can I keep you? Like, yeah. Aww. Oh my gosh, yes. Which is also it's creepy cute. as hell. I mean, <laughs> it, is. it is. It is, but the, like, you know the background, and he doesn't mean it like that. <laughs> still creepy. True, still creepy. Yeah. Um. All right, John, correct me if I'm wrong. We did a 90s crush episode way back in the day, and I think both of those gentlemen made our sisters list, but I'm pretty certain, certain that JTT topped the list. Is that correct? I believe he was number one on that list. Yes, mm -hmm. so that means, mm -hmm. Haley, you get to go first. <gasps> all right. <laughs> all right, so let's start round one. Round one. And I right. pick my category, right? Correct. To start round one, Haley, you pick whichever category you want, and that means Haley, or that means Melanie cannot use it for the rest of round one. So, which category do you want? Well, I'm stealing movies. Movies, okay. And your decade is the '80s. The '80s. Oh boy. <laughs> Ursula the Sea Witch, villain of the 1989 animated film The Little Mermaid, was inspired by drag queen Harris Glenn Milstead, better known by this stage name. Oh my god, what? <laughs> <laughs> um, wow, drag queen in the 80s. Oh, I, I have no idea. I have no idea. <laughs> Want to throw out a drag queen name? I can't actually think of one. Okay. <laughs> All right. Melanie, you get a chance to steal this one. Do I get negative points if I'm wrong? Nope. No negative points for, um, you know, for wrong questions, except for only in the final. Okay. Uh, RuPaul? RuPaul, good guess. Very famous, probably the most famous drag queen of all time. Uh, incorrect. Now, this drag queen uh, was... a. Uh, Awesome actor. If y'all ever saw the old, the 80s John Waters hairspray, mm -hmm. uh, okay. this actor was in it. Uh, also, the the look was very much inspired by Divine. Drag queen named Divine. Uh, okay. okay. 
there was also that movie that Divine ate a piece of dog poo in. Do you remember that one, John? No. Wow. Yeah, it's gross. It's <laughs> that gross. took a Okay. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so. All right, no points awarded, but Melanie, you get to pick your category. Okay, I'm going to go with music. All right. And your decade is the 70s. 70s. Okay. This music and possibly street basketball legend had his first big hit with the 1979 number 11 Billboard single, I Want to Be Your Lover. Can't think of it. I but Haley, I did think of Spice Girls, but I know that's not it. Um good old seventies Spice Girls band. Yes. Yeah, totally. When they were like babies. But yeah. Um oh, I can't think of anything. It's okay. All right, Haley, steal this one. I know it. I believe in you. You said a singer and also a basketball player? I said this music and possibly street basketball legend had his first big hit with the 1979 number 11 Billboard single, I Want to Be Your Lover. So no, I'm definitely not even, that's not the right song. <laughs> um, 70s, 70s, 70s. Oh, gosh. 1979, first hit. Mm -mm. See, this is what I don't like about trivia is I always blank. <laughs> um, but your makeup's on point. It is. I'm going to do a makeup look later, which is why I did my makeup. <laughs> <laughs> you didn't do it just for us? For a podcast? <laughs> oh, for sure. Obviously. We're going to get famous this way. Yeah, oh, yeah. <laughs> um, okay. Guys, I got nothing on that one. All right. I got nothing is just as incomplete as when Melanie said it. So, uh, <laughs> no. This artist, who I said possibly a uh, street basketball legend, because if y'all ever saw the Chappelle show, he <gasps> and his team, the no. Revolution, beat Charlie Murphy in a game of basketball, and then fed them pancakes. But his first hit was, I want to be your lover. It's Prince. Prince. Dang it. Seriously? Seriously. Wow. Okay. And now it's a, it's a, it, it was a comedy sketch. But it wasn't, he didn't actually, but yeah, try to Should give a little, yeah. If I, maybe if I put in pancakes, maybe pancakes. Yes, that, that's what I needed. You yeah, know. that was it. <laughs> All right, we are back to Haley, and I'm feeling good. We're going to get some points on the board with whatever category you want. I'm really glad you're, you're <laughs> encouraged by this. Okay, um, I'm going to go slang. I used to be a manager of people for five years. I learned how to be motivational. I learned That's how to, true. I wasn't, now I wasn't an assistant manager. I went <laughs> straight to manager. Check I'm yourself. sorry. Yeah, I, I got to check <laughs> yeah. myself. So, all right. Sorry, Haley, what was your uh, category? Slang. Slang. Okay. And your decade is the 90s. Okay. 90s. This website launched in 1999 and is consistently used to figure out what an unknown slang or a strange sexual term means. Urban Dictionary. No! Urban Dictionary is correct. Hey! I believe you're on the board. Well, you're. <laughs> and you did it. Yes. <laughs> All right, Melanie, it's your turn. Okay. Can I go with food, please? Okay. And your decade is the 70s. 70s. Cocaine? Cocaine. Always cocaine. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, you know. I don't like cocaine. I just enjoy the smell of it. Uh -huh. <laughs> <laughs> All right. 70s food. 
Though most famous for its use in a 1982 film, this candy was first introduced in 1978 and is covered in shells that are colored yellow, orange, and brown. M&M's? M&M's is incorrect. Oh, I hate you. <laughs> See, I do the same inflection, just exactly for those kind of things. Uh, Haley, you get a chance to steal this one. It's Reese's Pieces. <laughs> yes. And that famous movie was uh, E.T. E. Uh, Dang it! <laughs> she said M&M's, and I was like, oh, so close. <laughs> <laughs> All right. You get the steal, and it's back to your turn, Haley. What category do you want? Uh, um, let's do TV. Television. And your decade is the 90s. 90s. What <laughs> fictional beach resort do the kids of Saved by the Bell work at for the summer in season three? Zach even starts a romance with the boss's daughter, Stacy Carosi, played by Leah Remini. I absolutely remember everything about that, but I don't remember the name of the beach. Oh. <laughs> it's Bayside Beach. I don't know. <laughs> Bayside Beach is incorrect. <laughs> Melanie, you get a chance to steal this one. Did you say it was fictional beach? Fictional, yes, fictional beach resort. Okay, so I can't even just... Mm. And it's the, the resort, not just the beach, but... Okay. Beach resort? <laughs> I don't know. Beach resort beach, called beach resort. Beach resort? <laughs> hey, it was the first one of its kind. <laughs> yeah. No, no, that's definitely <laughs> not it. Uh, the correct answer is Malibu Sands. Oh, fancy. It is. I, I love Saved by the Bell. I enjoyed all. I love the whole thing. I, I know all of my Malibu Sands. Love my <laughs> Malibu Sands. Okay. Haley, it's your turn. What category do you want, girl? Didn't I just no, pick TV? No, it's, um, it's Melanie's turn. I usually don't screw up until later in the episode. <laughs> so this time, you know what? I was just getting it over with. Melanie, it's your turn to pick. And left, we have news and politics, fashion, video games, sports, and technology. Okay, I'll go with video games. Video games. And your decade is the 90s. Okay. All right. Zelda was one of the biggest names in gaming during the 80s and 90s. But Zelda wasn't even the main character. What is the name of the protagonist in this franchise? Link. Link is correct. I'm glad you got I'm on the board. <laughs> yeah, Haley had no idea. None whatsoever. <laughs> None whatsoever. All right. Well, good. That worked out just fine. Now it's actually Haley's turn. What category do you want? Let's do technology. Tech. And your tech aid is the 80s. 80s. Released in August 1984. The ET-10 was truly groundbreaking. Nicknamed the Elf with its two-inch display, it was the world's first TV with a liquid crystal color display you could carry around with you. And was produced by what company now best known for printers? Oh, hold on. Let me think about this. Mm-hmm. Feel, feel like HP is the one that's most known for printers, but I could be wrong. Um... Else is known for printers. I'm just going to stick with HP. HP is incorrect. Of course it was. <laughs> All right. Melanie, you got a chance to steal. I was going to say that. Um, <laughs> okay, so not HP. Um, it's... Oh, crap. Microsoft. <laughs> Microsoft. Microsoft is incorrect. This was tough. I tried to emphasize the E-T, but uh, yeah, this was tough anyway. It's Epson. Epson. Oh, yeah, ah. no, definitely. Mm -mm. <laughs> Fair enough. 
Fair enough. Uh, all right, Melanie, you get to pick between sports, fashion, and news and politics. I'll go with sports. All right. And your take eight is the 80s. The 80s. During the 1981 Wimbledon Championships, this tennis player's shot was called out. Lambasting an umpire, he shouted, You cannot be serious. He was docked a point, but won the match and eventually took the title. This player has turned his outburst into a catchphrase, even naming a book after it. He also became a poster child for athlete outbursts. He was in, like, I feel like the movie Mr. Deeds. I, don't, I can't think of his name, but I know what he looks like. Yeah, I was like, I feel like I can picture him, but I don't. Andy something? Andy Roddick? Andy Roddick is a tennis player, so... Props for that, but Andy Roddick <laughs> is incorrect. Haley, you get a chance to steal. The only one that I can think of right now is Federer, and I don't know how old he is. I don't know if he was around in the 80s. <laughs> Roger Federer is probably the, the, the best male tennis player to have ever played, in my opinion, uh, but this is not him. He's uh, still currently playing. This is John McEnroe. Oh, John. yes. Dang it. Uh, all right. All good. Uh, Haley, you get to pick. I'm going to go with fashion. Fashion. And your decade is the 70s. All right. <laughs> Popular in the 70s, this type of sleeveless shirt, similar to a tank top, but with the straps being tied behind the neck. The neck strap can itself be covered by the wearer's hair, leaving the impression from far behind that nothing is holding the dress or shirt up. A halter top? A halter top is correct. Oh. <laughs> Boo. That was way easier than I was expecting. Okay. Good. Good. All right. All right. That leaves us for round one with news and politics for Melanie. And what is our decade, John? Our decade is the 90s. Definitely cocaine. Definitely. Oh, yeah. For sure. <laughs> All right. 90s news and politics. In what many labeled the trial of the century, former football star O.J. Simpson was found not guilty in the murders of his former wife and her male friend. O.J. was defended by a dream team of lawyers initially led by Robert Shapiro. The defense team was subsequently directed by this famous lawyer and civil activist. Oh, my God. Ah, Al. Sing it. Sharpton? Al Sharpton is definitely a civil activist, but I don't know if he's a lawyer. I don't I'm not sure about that. I believe I believe he's a reverend. He is a reverend. Correct. He is. Uh, yeah. That is incorrect. Uh, Melanie, you get a chance to steal. Haley. What I said. <laughs> <laughs> We're the same person. As yeah, you said wife. I mean, exactly. Your wifey's perfect. Wifey's, All right. Um, yeah, I'm going to go ahead and, and pass on this one because I really don't know. <laughs> Fair enough. Uh, Adam. John? Yeah. If the glove fits, you must acquit. That is correct. Oh, that, that catchphrase, exactly, was made famous by Johnny Cochran. Johnny Cochran. Cochran. He had the Chewbacca defense. Yeah, exactly. Well, in South Park. Exactly. Chewbacca is a Wookiee, but he lives on the planet Endor. This does not make sense. And so you must acquit. And that's the Chewbacca defense. <laughs> yes. Perfect. Yeah. All right. That is the Round one, John, could you please give us our score updates? All right, at the end of round one, Haley has a slight lead, 30 to 10. Oh. All right, well, you tripled up. <laughs> nice. 
Okay. All right. Let's enter round two. Round two. And to start round two, Melanie, you get to start us off by picking a category for Haley. Yes, I do, don't I? Mm-hmm. Oh, crap. <laughs> All right, I'm going to choose sports. All right. Doesn't Great. find you very sporty because you were a band nerd. <laughs> you band nerd. Actually, <laughs> we were all band nerds. Every yeah, one I was just saying, I'm pretty sure every one of us was. Yeah. She was lead band nerd. Ah, that's right. Yes. Drum major. Drum major. Oh. You were, were you flute, Haley? Yes. Yep. I was trombone. Melanie, what were you? Were you also flute? Mm-hmm. Yep. And John was percussion. So we've all, yep. we've all been there. Uh, all right. So it's sports for Haley. John, what is our decade? And her decade is the 90s. The 90s, okay. After scoring the winning penalty in a 1999 Women's World Cup, this soccer star dropped to her knees on the pitch, shirt in hand, in celebration in her sports bra. It was an iconic moment in 90s sports. Name the soccer star. I think her first name is Maya, but I can't remember the last name. And I could very well... Be- oh, God, Melanie knows it. <laughs> <laughs> Um, I'm uh, all I got is Maya, and I'm not even 100 sure on that one. Maya is incorrect. <laughs> Melanie, it's your chance to steal. Wait, does pronunciation count? Mm, not really. I'm pretty loose on it. Uh, but like Jeopardy rules, I need a last name. Last name is is okay. really is the most important thing, is what I will say. And, okay, uh, I think. Mm-hmm. I right, go ahead. No, no, no. So that's so that's so you can also just say just say the last name um, if you know just the last name or you can that thing. So but last name is the most important part. OK, that was Mia Ham, H-A-M-M. Mia Ham. Ham. Is incorrect. No. Sorry. You were she so was, excited. You look. Yeah. So <laughs> <laughs> Mia Ham was without question uh, the biggest name on the 1999 uh, Women's World Cup American team. Uh, but she is not the one who did that famous uh, pose and, and taking her her kit off. Uh, that was Brandy Chastain. Oh, you know that. shoot. OK. Yes. All right. All right. So close. So close. OK. Haley, you got to pick for Melanie. News and politics. Oh, God. Another news and politics. (laughs) And your decade is the 70s. All right. This theme park cost an estimated $400 to build and now attracts around 25 million visitors annually. When it opened in 1971, the price for admission was $3.50, about about tree fitting. And then uh, (laughs) a single day ticket now is $105 for anyone over 10 years old. Jesus. (laughs) Jesus. <laughs> Are there mice involved? <laughs> that was not, was that part of the question? <laughs> Dang it. Okay, because I'm torn between two places. Can you tell me what state it's in? This theme park costs an estimated $400 to build. That's all of that I can tell you again. Okay, I'll do Disneyland. Disneyland is incorrect. <sighs> Haley, you get a chance to steal. Okay. What is the... No, I wouldn't think that's $100. Um, there's an amusement park where it's $100 for an admission ticket? Good lord. Have you been to an amusement park recently? They're, they're pretty freaking expensive. expensive. <laughs> but six lines don't only like $60. <laughs> like, that's $100. Are you, are you going to like the, the Kroger brand 
theme parks that are out there. Bring okay. a Coke can and Listen, you get I, yes, I bring my Coke cans with me. All right. <laughs> okay. Um, I'm I'm gonna do the other the Universal. <laughs> Universal is incorrect. I'm gonna be really Dollywood Cedar Point or something. Not Dollywood. It's not Cedar Point. Bigger. Bigger. What's bigger? <laughs> It's not Disney World, is it? It is Disney World. Oh, oh. Disney World. Uh, Disneyland opened up, I think, in like the 60s, um, maybe even the late 50s. I can't remember. Uh, but Disney World was 71. Dang. So. Okay. All right. All good. Um, Melanie, you get to pick for Haley now. Video games. Oh, rude. <laughs> <laughs> and your decade is the 70s. Oh, Jesus, worse. <laughs> what, you don't remember the 70s all that well? <laughs> are you the drugs. It was all the drugs, yeah. Yeah, I'm an 85, baby. I think, are y'all around 87, 88, something like that? I'm 86. 86. What was Haley? 88. 88, okay, yep. I knew we were all pretty close. Mm -hmm. uh, all right, 70s video games. This table tennis-themed game featured simple two-dimensional graphics Manufactured by Atari and originally released in 1972. It's known as one of the earliest arcade video games. Can you repeat that, please? Of course. <laughs> this table tennis themed game featuring simple two dimensional graphics manufactured by Atari and originally released in 1972. It's known as one of the earliest arcade video games. God, I can picture it, but I don't know the name of it. <laughs> well... That's, that's, that's the part of trivia. Part. That's the important part. Um, yeah, that's, no, I, I can't help you there, Melanie. I know. Oh, Haley, Haley, Do we need to wear name tags? Yeah, the thing is, you are. Skype has you guys' names on it. Oh. <laughs> it's worse. Um, I don't know. I'm going to, like, Pong? I don't know what it's called. Okay, Melanie's excited. Just is, let her answer Is that your, hold on, is that, I just want to double check. Is that your final that's answer? That's your answer, my answer, yeah. <laughs> Pong is correct. Seriously? Seriously. Yes. Oh my god. <laughs> <laughs> well done. Pulled out there. I don't even know. <laughs> yeah, I could see it in your face, Melanie. You were <laughs> upset that she got that one. <laughs> All right. So now, uh, Haley, you get a pick for Melanie. Let's do fashion. Fashion. <sighs> yeah. And your ticket is the '80s. 80s. Name this type of close-fitting ladies' pant that tapers at the ankle, similar to leggings, except that the material extends to a band or strap that is worn under the arch of the foot to hold the pant in place. They are first worn by horse riders. I didn't know those things. Uh, you... <laughs> I don't. I, yeah, I know them. I can picture them. Uh, the. But can we say like riding you say, pants? You can say whatever you want. I swear I had a pair. Like, I know. Well, that doesn't <laughs> I can't go on your swears. Yeah. Uh, writing pants is incorrect. Haley, you get a chance to steal. Well, unfortunately, I also do not know the, the actual name for them, so I'm just going to call them jazzercise pants because I feel like that's what they were used for most. <laughs> they, they were definitely used during the jazzercise era, uh, but no, they had a specific name called stirrup pants. Interesting. Oh. Okay, that makes sense, especially by writers. That makes sense. Yeah. It does. Is it weird that I knew that? Yeah. Oh. <laughs> Do you have a pair, John? You want to show us your pair? No. <laughs> okay. Uh, all right. 
Melanie, you get to pick for Haley. And left, we have movies, music, TV, slang, and food. I guess let's go with food. Okay. And your decade is the 80s. Introduced in 1988 and marketed towards busy moms, name this no-need-to-heat TV dinner-style concept that became a school cafeteria classic. <laughs> it's a Lunchable. Yes, it is a Lunchable. <laughs> Dang it. <laughs> it's like, what, a kid's charcuterie board. Yeah. yeah. yeah so I, I did see a meme that, like, people were making fun of, oh, why do all these, like, you know, young adults love charcuterie boards? Like, yeah, we grew up on Lunchables. That's yeah. why. <laughs> <laughs> that's it that's true though uh all right Haley, you get to pick for melanie um let's do music music oh we also have technology available as well i forgot about that one uh let's stick with music okay <laughs> and your decade is the 90s all right Ooh. the 90s the verve had what number 12 billboard hit in 1997 that seemed like it was played all the time, including on the Cruel Intentions soundtrack? I know the song. Oh, crap. Is it Pipe? Pipe is incorrect. Haley, you get a chance to steal. Oh, no. Um, the Verve. Crap, crap. I know this. I know this. Um... Intentions. What was their? Oh gosh, the only thing that's coming to mind is the "She's All That" song. Um, <laughs> not helpful. Cruel Which I mean, any, anybody who thought um, uh, Rachel Lee Cook wasn't gorgeous in right. her overalls and glasses, I, I want to punch him in the face. Yeah, <laughs> like seriously, she was stunning. She was stunning anyway. Yeah. Mm -hmm. um, it had like an orchestra playing, Haley. You're that's. <laughs> <laughs> Like, Did it have music in the background? Is that what that is? Yes. <laughs> Who knew? <laughs> um, the Linger Cranberries. Oh, gosh. I can't. I can't think of the name. I can't even. Oh, my gosh. I can't think of the song. I am going to have to pass because I cannot think of this song. I'm thinking of every other 90s movie. <laughs> Adam, yeah. can I interject here? You can. Uh, Melanie, I believe you were thinking of the Verve Pipe, which was known yep. for their song, The Freshman. Yeah, they were a band, a separate band. The Verve totally and the Verve band. Pipe, two different bands. Now, you were correct that there was an orchestra behind it because the song was called Bittersweet Symphony. Oh! Dang it. Dang it. <laughs> yes. In fact, those are the first words of the song. <laughs> it's yeah. a bittersweet oh! symphony that's right. Yeah. That's it. Fun fact, that band gets no money from that song. What? Uh, they stole it? Uh, because they sampled something from a, a Rolling Stones album, and the Rolling Stones sued them, and now the Rolling Stones get all the money from that song. Yeah. Oof. Oh. Ouch, because that's their like one song, isn't it? Yep. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> one and done. All right. Um, Melanie, you got to pick for Haley, if I think I'm correct. Um, I guess... And we have movies, TV, slang, technology. Technology? All right. And your decade is the 70s. <laughs> okay. <laughs> crying, but you're doing pretty well, Haley. <laughs> Seriously. All right. 70s tech. This defunct 
home video format was initially licensed, sold, and marketed in 1978 as Disco Vision. Although the format was capable of offering higher quality video and audio than its consumer rivals VHS and Betamax, it never managed to gain widespread use. Okay. <laughs> um, so it's this, it's similar to VHS? Uh, those were consumer rivals. I will not say or not say if it was similar to VHS. Okay. Um... Have, no, never mind. I'm not, I'm not going to help you. I'll try and help Melanie. <laughs> she needs it. Yes, I do. Um, digital Vision. Wait, Disco Vision? Is that what you said? It was originally um, sold and marketed as Disco Vision, but that is not what we know it as. Hmm. Oh, gosh. I have no idea. Okay. All right, Melanie, you get a chance to steal. You could... You could uh, do some good damage here if you steal and then get some of these other ones. But, you know, make points. Um, <laughs> <laughs> if you just don't stink. I'm just yeah, kidding. Yeah. You're awesome. I showered. I showered <laughs> earlier. It did nothing. Um, okay. It's not. Can you repeat the question? I'm sorry. I, I can. Think I... This defunct home video format was initially licensed, sold, and marketed in 1978 as Disc-O-Vision. Although the format was capable of offering higher quality video and audio than its consumer rivals, VHS and Betamax, it never managed to gain widespread use. Mm -hmm. I was going to say 8-track, but that's just music. I'll just stick with it. <laughs> you sure? <laughs> because I can't think of anything else. Like, it's not like a laser disc, like the giant disc things. What? Oh my god, is it like record playing? Like, I'm going to need some kind of answer from you. <laughs> <laughs> uh, like, records? Yeah, though. <laughs> You're on the right. Well, but that was widespread, though. Whatever. I'll go with records. Uh, but you know records is audio only. <laughs> and you... I know, but so is Laserdisc. All of no, my, it's not. Like... Laserdisc is video, and the answer is Laserdisc. <gasps> no! Oh. <laughs> Oh, vision is I tried I knew to... he was trying to say something with the disc, but I was like, DVDs were definitely not 70s. So correct. I gotta... <laughs> it was not DVDs. I, I tried. Those were like you more did try. You tried very later hard period. Thank you, Haley. Thank you. <laughs> yes, A for effort, Adam. <laughs> right. Uh, all right, Haley, you get to pick for Melanie. All right. Let's go with slang. And your ticket is the 80s. Hmm. All right. Marty McFly couldn't contain himself in the Back to the Future franchise whenever someone called him this animalistic slang for being coward. Chicken. Chicken is correct. Yay! Who's on the board? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, all right. And are we down to just movies? Nope. Movies and TV. All right. Melanie, you get to pick for Haley. Okay. I'll do movies. All right. Hinder decade is the 70s. All right. A lot of okay. 70s for Haley. Mm -hmm. All right. Bed Knobs and Broomsticks is an adorable 1971 film mixing live action and animation. And it stars this Murder, She Wrote actress. Julie Andrews. Julie. Wait, no, 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 no. Take that back. I, I'm uh, taking uh, it back. <laughs> <laughs> oh, crap. I can picture her first. Oh, nope. That's rude. What's rude? 
<laughs> I can picture her face, but I can't remember her name. Um, oh no, murder she wrote. Murder she wrote. No, I got nothing. I'm sorry. I thought I had it for a second. I did not. <laughs> All right, Melanie, you can make an essential steal here if you got this one. Laser disc. Is <laughs> um, Julie right? Julie? Well, no, because I didn't that know she'd said Julie. Part. I don't oh. know. Uh, uh, I don't know. Uh, John, do you want to let them know? The correct answer is Angela Lansbury. Yeah. Angela Lansbury. God, I yes. Okay. Okay. It was also Mrs. Mrs. Potts. Yes. Yep. All right. All right, uh, so that leaves uh, Melanie with the last question. And also, if you get this one, Melanie, that would still be a pretty huge thing for you, I think. If my math is right, it may not be. But uh, that's why I save math for John. Um, all right, <laughs> so you are stuck with TV, and your decade is the 70s. Okay. Two friends and roommates work as bottle cappers in the fictitious Schatz Brewery in what show that first aired in 1976? Should, uh, they're two friends. I know, like... Two, I'm going to add a, two titular friends, which, mean, which means their names are in the title. <laughs> like, is it like Grace and Frankie? <laughs> what? That's like two, 2015 or so yeah. when that came out. I, know, I am terrible with names. I think everyone knows that by now. <laughs> Grace and Frankie is incorrect. Haley, can you steal this one? Can you repeat the question? I can. Two titular friends and roommates work as bottle cappers in the fictitious Schatz Brewery in what show that first aired in 1976? Uh, the only thing that's coming to mind is Tartsky and Hutch, and that's not it. <laughs> but those are two titular characters. Yes, I know. <laughs> and I think that came out in the 70s. <laughs> yeah, 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 you're right in there. <laughs> That's all I got for you. That's all you got? Okay. Uh, incorrect. The correct answer is Laverne and Shirley. Oh. Laverne and Shirley. Okay. So recognizable, but just, yeah, just didn't happen to know. All right. That is the end of round two. John, could you please give us a scoring update? Yeah, it's a little bit of a runaway. Haley has 50 and Melanie has 20. Wee. Yeah. Uh, one we're, more. We're doing golf scores, right? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> That's it. Uh, all right. So, you both get to do a wager now. This is round, we're gonna start round three. Final round! And round three is a wager round, so you can wager up to all your points or none of your points, whatever you wanna do. So, I'd say just write it down, uh, that works. And- you give them their category? And I'm gonna give you the category, so you wanna do it based on Disney animation. Oh, oh gosh. I feel like this is a trick question. <laughs> <laughs> Me too. So, and do remember, it's a three-part question. You have to get all three right to get your points. Okay. Okay. All right. Y'all are good to go? Yep. Okay. Your final question in Disney Animation is, what was the Disney Animation Studios' highest worldwide box office grossing film that came from each of our decades? This is using current, unadjusted numbers. And I have some hints for you. In the 70s, it was a 1970 film that grossed $55 million. In the 80s, it was a 1989 film 
that grossed $222 million. And in the 90s, it was a 1994 film that has grossed $986 million. All right. So take a second, write down your answers. Um, while they are thinking about their answers, I am just here to tell you to listen to every podcast on the BFOP network, whether it's BFOP, Blast from Our Past, that me and John do each and every week, or if it's Cartwright, a Seinfeld podcast that I do with Corey talking about every single episode of Seinfeld, or if it's Podcasting After Dark, or if it's Talking Back. These are all amazing podcasts that you should be listening to right now. Well, not right now. Listen to the rest of this episode, then go check them out. I guarantee you'll listen to them. You'll probably like them. And that's about that. You'll probably like them. Yeah, yeah, probably. <laughs> I'm almost certain of it. <laughs> Do you say the year for the 1970s one was 1970? Correct, 1970. Okay. Um, Melanie, how are you doing over there? I'm sitting. Uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> I'm alive, and that's what's important. That is important. How are you doing? I am thinking really hard on one of these. I don't, I don't know. If there's one thing I know about the two of you, you are both Disney fans. And so that's why I wanted to make this a Disney one. I mean, and I appreciate that. I just, the years. <laughs> All right. Uh, well, good. And we, we wanted to test your mind. That's yep, exactly yep. what we're doing. You are doing a very good job. <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> Okay, I think I have my answers. Okay. I think I do, too. All right. Well, Melanie, as you were behind, uh, let's uh, get you started. And so what was uh, the Disney Animation Studios' highest worldwide box office gross uh, for for a film in each of our decades using non-adjusted current numbers um, for the 70s, 80s, and 90s? Uh, and what did you pick? Okay, for 70s, I chose Snow White. For 80s, I chose Lady and the Tramp. And for 90s, I did Beauty and the Beast. All right. And Haley, what were your choices? For the 70s, I did Fox and the Hound. The 80s, I did Little Mermaid. And the 90s, I did Lion King. All right. And the correct answers in the 90s, it was Lion King that has made 986 millions, came out in 1994. In the 80s, it was Little Mermaid from 1989 that has done 222 million. And in the 70s, it was Aristocats. From oh, 1970. Wow. All right. So, that one. <laughs> <laughs> so neither of you made your wagers. Um, Melanie, let's start with you. What did you, what was your final wager? Zero. Nada. So, all right. And Haley, what did you wager? You win. I wager 25. Wait, no. I no, think you still win. Yeah, you're, you're math. Are... You, were, you were a band nerd, not a math nerd. That's why we have John <laughs> to tell us what are the final I scores. I 30 and I had 50, didn't I? I thought I had 20. Yes. John, oh, John gets... I thought you had 30. Then I still win. <laughs> yes. With a, with a final score of 25 to 20, Haley is the winner. <laughs> Woo, Yay, Haley. Wow. That you, was uh... sad, guys. I'm so sorry for <laughs> your podcast. It's not. It was good. All right. People the book of you. Be like, These girls are stupid. <laughs> no. You're a lot of fun. You know, that was almost that was almost terrible uh, uh, wagering by Haley. But little did she know she actually ended up doing good wagering. <laughs> so worked out well. Uh, OK, 
Uh, we'll start with Melanie. Melanie, is there anything you uh, finally want to say or just kind of mention or bring up or whatever? Tell, talk about yourself a little bit more before we sign out. I swear I love Disney films to anyone who's going to say otherwise. Um, and I really did work at a movie theater for a long time. But yeah, the details, not so good with those. I can make popcorn. <laughs> you can make yeah. popcorn like a mother Woo! <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. Right. Do you guys remember the popcorn chips that we weren't supposed to make? Yeah, that no one ever made ever. I don't yeah. remember the popcorn chips. I don't know. I was only there for us for maybe a summer and a winter area. I don't know if I remember popcorn chips. You missed out, you'd sir. Have to, you'd have to like do it without like management seeing or mm. if you were management, you just pretended you didn't see it. Yeah. Yeah, pretty much. <laughs> you are you rebels. Oh, my gosh. You're just you're just so just crazy, crazy people. Uh, <laughs> all right. Haley, tell us a little bit more about yourself or anything you want to shout out before we uh, we head out, sign out. Honestly, I just want you guys to check out my makeup account, The Soshi Dreams, on Instagram and Facebook. You can look it up. Eventually, okay. I'll do a YouTube video. It'll it'll be a thing. Good. Someday. <laughs> that is so underscore she underscore dreams, correct? Yes. Okay. Thank you. Can I make that my shout out, too? You can. <laughs> Follow her. <laughs> Follow her, yes. <laughs> All right. All right. Thank you both for joining us. It was a low scoring, but a fun affair. I appreciate it. <laughs> so... For John, John had I, an easy job with the <laughs> there we go. For John, I'm Adam, and that was another episode of Throwback Trivia Takedown. Thank you for listening to Throwback Trivia Takedown. If you want to support the podcast, or if you'd like to be a contestant, go to patreon.com backslash throwback trivia takedown and pick a tier that's right for you. If you want to submit questions, you can email them to throwbacktriviatakedown at gmail.com. Please rate and review us on the podcast platform you're listening to. And we'll see you next time when two new contestants go head-to-head in nostalgic knowledge on Throwback Trivia Takedown. Hey everybody, I'm Corey. And I'm Zach. And we're the hosts of Podcasting After Dark, a cast dedicated to late-night horror and sci-fi of the 80s and 90s, often found on HBO and Cinemax. You know, the movies your parents didn't want you watching as a kid. You can find us every other week on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Podbean, and Stitcher. This is what you want. This is what you get.